My Travel Podcast, a travel podcast that highlights our travel community of women, people of color, and adventurous spirits. You can expect amazing travel stories and incredible experiences from all over the world, along with tips and tricks from our expert guests. I'm your host, Janine Romo, aka La Wild Explorer. And I'm your co-host and producer, Martha Espinoza Wynn, aka Martha Gets It. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome back to Oh My Travel Podcast. We have a special guest on our podcast today. We have Kay from The Awkward Traveler. I'm so excited that Kay's on today because I I feel like I've been following you for like year, like I don't even know how long. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's been a while. And yeah, Martha and I are just really excited to have you on. So Kay, will you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Kay, the Awkward Traveler, your local travel influencer, storyteller, internet troll, all bundled up into one. (laughs) Um, And I like to share the stories of my travels and also some tips and guidance on how you can avoid the mistakes that I make when I travel. Love it. Very, very helpful information and very like real info. That's what we like. I try. About, okay? <laughs> um, we do a uh, icebreaker um, for all of our guests and we um, have a this or that for you. So it's just kind of like rapid fire, whatever, like, you know, comes to mind. Sometimes you'll get stuck on some, but um, those, those are the more, more interesting ones, I guess. And it, it makes you kind of think. Um, <laughs> just so yeah. we can get to know you more. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So this or that. Okay. Views from the top of a mountain or skyscraper? Ooh, I'm going to say skyscraper. I love it. I love it. All right. Do I have, do I have to like say why? You can. You can because I don't want to hike up that mountain. (laughs) Yeah. I was just going to say like, unless there's like a trolley or, or something. I'm going to take the elevator every time. I love it. All right. Um, Sailor Moon or Dragon Ball Z? Sailor Moon, hands down. That was perfect. You knew it. You knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ramen or pho? Oh, that's hard. Um, So if I'm sick, I will say pho. I think hands down, it's like the best like remedy type soup. But I think yes. for like every day, I'm going to go ramen. All right. Okay. All right. Take notes, people. Take notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one, I love this one. Um, seasick or food poisoning? If oh, you God. <laughs> no. Um, I get seasick very easily. But I've also, oh, what's worse? What's worse? I'm going to go seasickness because usually there's a ledge that you can bark over. Food poisoning. Okay. okay. Like you might be somewhere where there's no toilet, there's no trash can, and you just might go all over the wall. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go seasick. I'm going to go seasick. Okay. I like that. You're very considerate. <laughs> you know, I like to keep my fluids, you know, away from people. <laughs> Um, all right. So last one, um, 
squat toilet or porta potty? Oh, why would you do this to me? <laughs> when you're traveling, I, you never know what you're going to come across when you need to go. So I will say, even with my mishaps with squat toilets, I have never avoided using one if I needed to. I have avoided <laughs> a porta potty. So that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm 100% with you on that. <laughs> Like you might pee on your shoe with the squat toilet, but at least you're not encased in fumes and bees and oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel you on that. And, and at least like, I don't know now, maybe, maybe that's just too much, but yeah. Porta potties. Uh, <laughs> no, like, unless not. they are like, it's the beginning of the day, the beginning of like when they're put Everything. out you're the yeah. first one using it yeah I have yeah to, they like, need to be them. new like I want to see the like the tape that gets taken off <laughs> right? I've only yeah. experienced that once I was like oh, this is a brand new one I'm the first one I was so excited <laughs> which is weird to be excited about it but I was <laughs> I was I was at a music festival and you know there's you can't really leave and mm -mm. I was like, oh, well, you got to, you got to do what you got to do. So I went in the porta potty immediately exited. I won't say what I saw, but I immediately exited. And I was like, I will just not drink water today. It's fine. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> wow. I'm going to wait this out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that must've been really bad though. <laughs> it, it was, it, I still think about it to this day. <laughs> um. Well, that the ice has been broken. <laughs> yeah, the ice has been broken. We can now get started. <laughs> we we wanna we wanna um, rewind and take it back to the beginning. Um, blogging. You've been blogging for a while. Can you kind of tell us like when you started? You know, you're definitely one of the OGs in the travel community. So we we'd love to take it back and let's talk about those roots. Yeah. Um, so I've been blogging for five years now, which is wild to think about, but also like I'm reminded of it every time, you know, I get that renewal <laughs> subscription <laughs> fee. So it's been definitely been five years. Um, and I started blogging just because um, I like writing and I like storytelling. And at the time I was writing a novel and creative writing is kind of my outlet. But since I was using it for something productive, like writing a novel, I was like, okay, well, I want to procrastinate. I don't want to do that productive thing. What else can I write that's like fun and can re-energize me, but also be a break from creative writing. So I had just finished kind of my first big international trip where I went to Japan, South Korea, and Taiwan. Um, and I just decided to like write down some of the stories from those trips and that's how my blog got started. I love it. Yeah. You've, um, how many blog posts do you think you have on your blog? I feel like you blog very regularly. So consistently. It's really, <laughs> it's really nice to take blog. a look at. <laughs> yeah. It's be, it's because I do it instead of like doing laundry or feeding my cat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would say maybe a couple of hundred. I yeah. haven't counted, but probably somewhere around that blog or um, ballpark. Nice. Yeah, that's 
that's that's a lot that's a lot of blog posts a couple hundred yeah um, I guess when you think about it <laughs> like that's actually yeah. kind of a lot like maybe maybe I should actually do work but <laughs> no, no I find no, that we, so we... good <laughs> yeah because when you I feel like when you discover someone or when you you personally like um you're, you're just on the internet and then you find someone that you like and then you go to their their blog and um, you do like a deep dive. And I always get upset if, I, if I'm just like very into this person or thing when they don't have enough for me to read. Like if I finish reading it, I'm just like, oh, well, when are they going to post again? Like, how long do I have to wait? <laughs> yeah. But with that much content, I feel like it, that's very satisfying for someone like me who's just going to be like, well, now I have to read everything. And then they can read it in like, if it takes longer than some, like when you find a new series on Netflix and you're like, it only has one season, why? Or if you find one that has eight and you're like, oh yeah, this is it. It's going to be good for me. <laughs> yeah. The, the bingeable like aspect is very appealing. Yes. So keep doing what you're doing. Don't, <laughs> don't do the laundry, please. <laughs> All right. You said it. You said it. <laughs> we give you permission. <laughs> um, Let's get into your awkward travels or some of your awkward travels. Can you tell us about like one of your most awkward travel moments? Oh, wow. There's <laughs> literally so many. And I think it's because I do things without like thinking about it. And then once you get to that point where it's like, oh, okay, I can stop this from happening. I just don't stop it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, What's your star sign? Um, I'm a Virgo. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know you, you would be surprised, but I'm like <laughs> Virgo sun, Virgo moon, very in my head all the time. And, um, let's see, I forgot my rising, but I think, I think too much and then have no action behind it. Okay. I was like, this has to be like a Sagittarius who doesn't think about what's <laughs> going on. And then just like, well, well I got to deal with that now. <laughs> um, I think the biggest awkward travel moment has been um this one time where I was on the wrong plane that happened how did they even let you on so I feel like that's not your fault I feel like that's not your fault there there's exactly. a lot of checks there's a lot of checks that go before someone actually gets to sit in their seat right if anything it's their fault because um, I was a young undergrad, right? And I would always take the same, and I, um, I went to college out of state. So whenever there was a break or anything, I would fly home for the holidays or whatever. And it was always the same route. Like I would get on the plane, we would have a stopover in a city, and then it would just continue on. Like I never had to switch planes or anything. But this one particular time, I was supposed <laughs> I was, for some reason, I was supposed to switch planes. And I'm a very sleepy person in general. So I just naturally just sleep on the plane. So when it came time for the, um, for me to change planes, I was like kind of half sleep. So I kind of woke up because people were shuffling, but I'm like, oh, okay. It's just like the normal, like little break. So I went back to sleep. I wake up again because people are now loading like onto the plane. And I'm like, okay, we're almost, we're almost gone. Um, and the, I see the flight attendants, they're kind of like checking the people who stayed, like making sure they have the right head count. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, cool, we're ready to go. I stayed in my seat, went back to sleep. 
I woke up because now everyone's seated and we haven't like left yet. And I'm like, this is weird. Usually I'm in the air by now, but the flight attendants are like counting again. They're like going down the aisles. And there's like, like four of them, like all of the flight attendants are counting. And I was like, oh, weird. Someone must've missed their plane or something. How peculiar. And I just go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, like, 10 minutes later, we're still sitting there and I just see the look in the flight attendant's eye as they look everyone in the eye and they're, they're like counting like one, two. (laughs) And I like, look at them like dead in the eye. We make eye contact and there's like a split second. And I'm so confident. I'm like, why, why isn't the plane leaving? And I'm like, wow, she's really confident. This is definitely her plane. And they kept going. (laughs) And then they're just like arguing with each other, like kind of in the back. And like trying to count and they're like looking around and I'm like oh my god what is going on I'm like am I in the wrong seat maybe I didn't check that and I check my plane and like it's the same seat or something and I was like for some reason I feel like something's off with me and then I'm like looking at them and they're looking at back at me and I'm looking at them and then all of a sudden the captain's like cab like the cabin door has closed and then the flight attendants are like well it is what it is. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. And then I just closed my eyes and went back to sleep. Oh my God. But where did so you like wake up? Yeah, like that's when you realize and you're just like, it's too late. I can't do anything now. Yeah. So I started like picking up that something was wrong because I was supposed to fly into the Oakland airport in California. And the pilot went on the intercom and he was like, all right, flying into Los Angeles. And I was like, well, technically Ontario is not in Los Angeles, but it's close. Maybe, maybe he's just speaking generally. And I was like trying to talk myself into like, the <laughs> rationale behind it. I was like, it's oh not me. There's a, there's a reason he's saying the wrong word. Um, and it, like he said, he kept saying like LAX and I'm like, I'm not flying into LAX, but maybe he's looking at the wrong information. It's definitely <laughs> him. And then like, once I saw like the flight attendants, like arguing and stuff, I'm like, maybe it is me. But then by that time they had closed the cabin door and I was like, well, I guess I'm going like two hours South. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love that you didn't want to be inconvenient to the rest of your fellow flyers and you just took the L and yeah, like I didn't want to like stand up and be like, (laughs) oh, it's me, guys. It's me. Sorry. Like I was just like, you know what? This is just happening and I'll figure it out when I land. I'm going to go back to sleep now. (laughs) Oh my God. That (laughs) so there's all thoughts going on, but no action. Oh my God. So that's how you recover from an awkward moment. You just let it just like a wave. You just let it pass you by and just think of, think of it later. (laughs) Yes. Always deal with everything later. I mean, that's that's advice. That is one way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) That's some type of advice. Sure. (laughs) No, I love this because yeah, like what what do you do in those moments? And then you know, everyone's staring at you. I I I get it. I get it. Right. I, I don't even know what I would have done, but <laughs> no. I get it. 
I mean, if it's not too far, like, yeah, of course. If they're sending me somewhere, like, entirely different with my whole family, I'll pr- I'd probably say something, yeah. But if I'm just, like, I'm just going to San Diego instead of LAX, like, everyone's going to stare at me. I'm going to be, like, hot and sweaty. And what if my plane already left and then I'm stuck at the airport? Nah. I'll yeah. have a day. <laughs> So what, what happened after that? Like, I mean, you, you get off the plane at LAX and, um, yeah, <laughs> so I got off the plane at LAX, my luggage, uh, well, I don't think I checked luggage back then. So that was a, that was like, you know, a saving grace, but I did have to call my mom and tell her <laughs> and tell oh, her to no. pick me up in LAX. So she had to drive in LA traffic. And she still to this day, like before I set off anywhere, she's like, did you check the itinerary? Do you know what airport you're going to? Do you need to ask the pilot? Like literally every time for the last Um, like six years. I mean, I like if I was a family member, I would roast you at like every (laughs) family gathering for that. But yeah, um, that's a good story. Like that's... (laughs) Hey, so not all, not all awkward moments are funny. Like in this case, this was actually funny, but have you experienced any that have been like really scary for you or that you panicked, um, nervous, anything like that? Where like now you can laugh kind of, sort of, but in that moment, or even now it's still like, oh, I, I wish I had never, that had never happened to me. Yeah, I have one that I guess I have two one of them is more is less serious so I'll start with the more serious one and um it involved a border crossing in a middle eastern country and I guess I was ambiguous enough that I looked like I could be from the middle east and of course my passport I have an american passport So they were, you know, they let everyone else through. They're like, okay, yeah, American, American. That makes sense. Yeah, yep. And then it got to me and they just kind of squinted and they're like, what's your name? And I was like, hi, I'm Kay. I'm so excited to visit your country. (laughs) And they're like, no, immediately to the back. (laughs) So they, they put me in this like separate room. They didn't call it an interrogation room, but it was. And there's like, there was this guy, he had this like assault rifle. I'm like, sir, I just came here. I have like, and I thought at first it was um, all of my luggage because I had just come from China and I bought a lot of things in China um, that weren't necessarily authentic. <laughs> they might've, they were knockoff purses. I'll, I'll just say it. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's my merchandise. Maybe they think I'm trying to sell something. Um, so they come in with the assault rifle. I'm like, that's a little extra. It's just a fake like coach bag, not that serious. Um, and he was like, so where are you from? And I was like, um, America. And he was like, no, no, no. Where were you before America? And I was like, oh no, I was born and raised in America. You know, <laughs> go USA. <laughs> I was like trying to crack jokes with him, lighten the mood. And like, it just made him angrier. And he was like, no, where where are your parents from? And I'm like, um, America. And he's like, no, where, where were their parents from? Where are your ancestors from? And I was like, um, 
Have you heard of the transatlantic slave trade? Um, we don't really know. And like, he lost it. He, he just like left the room. And I was like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have made that joke. Maybe he's a little sensitive. Anyways, I had to sit in the room for like an hour. And I was like, wow, I'm going to miss the bus. Um, and then another guy came in and he was like, hi, how are you? Well, he said it in Arabic at first. And he was like, something, something. And I'm like, hi, no hablo. And so he switched to English. Um, and he was like, all right, so we're just, we're just a little confused on your passport. And I'm like, oh, is it expired? Because honestly, I, I haven't checked. I don't know. I've just been flying with it. And he's like, I don't, where, where did you say you were born? And I told him like the city and the state. And he's like, what hospital? And I'm like, sir, I don't, I barely know. Probably this one. Um, and he's like, okay, what's your, what are your parents' names? And I'm like, this, this, this. And he's like, okay, what is like the name of the first elementary school you went to? And I'm like, sir, are you trying to hack my account? These are security questions. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> right. I'm like, what, where are we getting at? And he was like, do you have any family in X country where they thought I was from? And I was like, um, no, I've never even been there. And he's like, do you know anyone from there? And I'm like, uh, I, and I was like looking in his eyes and he was so serious. So I was like, should I lie and say no? Or should I tell the truth because he'll be able to tell I'm lying. So I just lied. And I was like, no, no, I've never even heard of that country. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, liar. And I was like, dang it. I knew I was bad at lying. So he left and the angry guy came back with the gun. And by now it's been two and a half hours. We definitely miss our bus. And my boyfriend is like, um, he went past like the border check. Um, so he's kind of like waiting for me and there's no signal in the room. So I can't like let him know what's happening. Um, and it kind of just went back and forth on these random like ID checks and they took my passport away from me. So I couldn't even go anywhere if I wanted to leave. So it was in the moment. Like, I think I didn't think of how serious it was, but like leaving once they finally were like, oh yeah, I guess you're American. You can go. Um, four hours later, by the way. Oh we my gosh. Our, yeah. We missed our bus. We had to take a very expensive taxi. I didn't have any currency. So luckily this like friendly Canadian, like couple, they like lent us some money and I'm like, God, I love, love Canadians. But, <laughs> um, we had to take a taxi into town. Um, and there were like the taxi didn't want to go where our Airbnb was. So we actually had to rent like a really expensive hotel. Um, so it was like very expensive and a lot of money wasted. And now I kind of think about it and I'm like, huh, I, I cracked some pretty good jokes, but like after I had left, I was like, that was kind of scary and serious. And I don't think I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't, I don't, you could have like broken down and I mean I don't know if you did I would have been crying like why are these people being like this to me and why like what did I do and what should I say and that, yeah. that's scary it was very uncomfortable to say the least oh man well I'm glad like the end result was you know you were able to just go and walk out but that mm -hmm. that like there was so many other things involved and I don't know just 
totally kind of derailed what you were doing, like your, your itinerary. Yeah. Did it, did it change your experience visiting? Like the rest, were you able to kind of like, you know, brush it like to the back or was, or did you kind of have like a, like a little sense of just uncertainly while you were, you know, visiting and roaming around and exploring, like, did it kind of hold you back a little bit, you think? Um, I think it definitely changed my, um, how I viewed things in the country because we weren't supposed to be there for a long time anyway. I think it was just three days. It was more so just like a stopover um, before going to our next destination. Um, but after like, um, I also forgot a hairbrush on this trip. So I spent like two weeks in China and then like with no hairbrush, no nothing. So it was just, it was a bird's nest. And I was like walking around and like people would like look at me, but then they would say, oh, nice hair. Love your hair. Nice hair. And I was like, are you guys being sarcastic? Like, are you sure like, go? Like, you're, I know fight? I haven't brushed it. Thank you. <laughs> right. So it's like, I couldn't just because like I had the experience at the border. I was like, okay, well now, now they're like getting personal. They're noticing things about me. So I don't even know if they were actually being genuine. Like, oh, she has nice big hair or they were like oh she she has big hair you know yeah <laughs> so and it also I don't blame the like the people necessarily but it did make me not particularly want to go back <laughs> so yeah understandable yeah. four hours of rifle and interrogation <laughs> is not you know ideal to say the least I would prefer to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, next time. Well, I mean, you learn a lot from these awkward moments, right? Like, what's been, like, a big, like, life lesson in any of your awkward moments or awkward travels, rather? Um, I think, in general, I've learned that a lot of people are very helpful. Probably more, more helpful than you would assume. Um, like anytime I've gotten lost or like I've taken the wrong bus or I forget my money or something like that can happen to anyone, but really leaves you in a vulnerable spot. There's usually at least one person that'll go out of their way to like get you back on track. So that's been like a very nice lesson about the world. Yeah, that's, I like that. There's a, a it's true there's always there's always good people there's definitely more good people than bad people um mm -hmm. so yeah just kind of trusting that you know you'll you'll get where you need to go you'll people are helpful you just have to ask um yeah for anyone who's kind of newer to traveling maybe has travel anxiety and kind of um you know thinks about all these like awkward things that can happen and probably won't um any advice for for those types of people um yeah like you said like the things that you fear happening I mean aside from fatal things but the small little awkward moments they probably will happen um so I think the biggest thing is just knowing how to react to things um or i guess how to take things in stride um not everyone 
reacts the same. I think I'm a very ignore it until I can't kind of person. Um, whereas some people like panic first and they have to like have all the answers. They have to immediately like know what to do. Um, so I think just knowing how you react to things can help prepare you for when you need to do something or whenever something goes wrong. So if you are someone who panics easily or gets overwhelmed, maybe having um, like a routine on what to do. So if your reservation gets canceled, maybe you have like a little, well, mantra you chant to yourself to calm down and then go through a checklist like, oh, okay, I'm going to call the reservation. I'm going to find other reservations and just kind of go from there. I like that. That's, yeah. Um, that's very helpful. Where are you, where are you headed to next? Um, so currently I am super broke, so I'm not traveling or I haven't been traveling for the last few months, but it is because it's in preparation of my 30th birthday year. Yeah. yeah. So I decided I'm going to test the waters to how close I can get to bankruptcy before filing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start off the year with a bang and I'm going to Antarctica. Oh, for New Year's. yeah. For New Year's. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. So I'll be heading to, um, Argentina in December. And then I booked a flight to the Maldives for January. And, um, that's the extent of my credit limit. So we will see what the rest of the year holds. <laughs> I was going to say, you really are testing the bankruptcy waters. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm young enough to bounce back. It'll be fine. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, yellow, right? Is that the definition of like you're just you're going for it, girl? So, right. Yeah. My my thought process was that I mean, Antarctica might melt anyway, so might as well see it while it's around, right? Honestly, Hi. that crosses my mind for visiting with all the kids. I'm just like, I mean, they might never even like see it in like current pictures when they get older mm -hmm. so Let's so you guys it. are going to join me right <laughs> I mean you're making a very compelling argument I'll tell you that <laughs> I, but it's true I think about like the things that might not exist and I, I came across this article and this was like a while back and just like about how like places like the Galapagos and the Dead mm. Sea like those things might not exist in like at least the, like the you know the next lifetime or you know something like that but like mm -hmm. things are like seriously disappearing so it's I mean it's, we're killing them yeah well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean not me personally because I feel like I'm not a billionaire but the billionaires are definitely doing it yeah so you know what we're gonna stay broke we're gonna file bankruptcy and we're just gonna live our lives <laughs> right I can be broke and stay at home or I can be broke and see the world so you know yeah. no-brainer I love it yeah that's decision made um okay we asked this question to all of our guests um this is our like question of well we've, we've done it for a couple seasons now we usually change it up but um we want to know, why do you travel? Ooh, getting deep and philosophical. 
Um, I think in the simplest words, I travel because I, I'm a restless person. Um, I'm someone who always has to be doing something and going somewhere and just having a lot happening. Um, potentially maybe so I don't have to hear my own thoughts, but also because um, I think that's how I get a lot of just life inspiration and just creative juices, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think travel is one of the most interesting things that someone can do because you're exposed to different places, different cultures, different languages, different people. It's just a lot of newness. Um, and I don't think you can really ever run out of that unless yeah. maybe you're a billionaire and I don't know, you're, <laughs> you're destroying the world. I don't know. But <laughs> I think um, the less easy answer is that I travel because I don't know. Maybe I, I'm traveling because I want to find out well, why I'm traveling. <laughs> you That's know, perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a very hard question to answer. Like, why do I, girl, like stay home, feed your cat? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. She's fed. She's fine. She's good. Good. Um, yeah. Everyone always answers it differently. And there's so many ways to kind of like even interpret the question, right? Like, why do I travel? And then you just start, yeah, going into this like black hole of, well, why do I do that? But um, anyway, I digress. And um, thank you so much, Kate. <clears throat> I have a little tickle in my throat. Um, thank you so much. We enjoy all the awkward moments, all the awkward travels um, that you have to share and just being like real and genuine and you know, travel could be really awkward sometimes, or a lot of times, actually. I mean, you're going to places you've never been, and a lot of times don't even know what to expect. So let's be real. Travel can be very awkward. So thank you for <laughs> keeping it real. And um, where can our listeners hear more of your awkward stories and, um, you know, follow you and find out more about you? Um, so you can keep up with all of my awkward weirdness on my website, theawkwardtraveler.com. That's traveler with two L's. Don't ask why. I, I'm not British or anything. Um, and also on Instagram, at theawkwardtraveler. And is that it? I, I would say Twitter, but honestly, it's, it's probably for the best that you don't follow me on Twitter. Twitter is where she shines, everyone. Yeah. So you find her there. Twitter. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you're up for the ride, my Twitter is at Ock Travels, A-W-K Travels, um, because of the character limit. So I had to switch it up there. Um, yeah. And just on, on this podcast. Thank you so much. We Thank really you, appreciate Kay. you coming on. And yeah. We're the link. pleasure's. The pleasure has been mine, all mine. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to link all of your, your links in the show notes. For, so for anyone who wants to follow Kay along, um, check the show notes. And yeah, we can't wait to hear the awkward uh, travel. What you do in Antarctica, man. Yeah. <laughs>
hopefully I stay on the boat at, at the very least. <laughs> oh my God. Don't miss the boat there. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see everyone next week. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. That's our episode. Please remember to subscribe and follow for new episodes dropping every Tuesday. If you enjoyed our show and our guests, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcasts, at The Wild Explorer, and at Martha Gets It. And please feel free to share this with your friends and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Bye.